0: to Strange Phenomena, the music of Kate Bush. I am Cecily, and this week we're going to be continuing with the B-Sides portion of the Central World season and talking about another song like last week's that was written for a particular form of media, and that is The Confrontation, which was a B-Side to Love and Anger. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Strange Phenomena. Also, Happy New Year 2022. So I am really excited, as always, to be talking about another Kate Bush song. And this one's going to be a little shorter episode. And it's also just going to be me for this episode. I didn't get anybody to talk about this week's song for which is The Confrontation. So this was a B-side from Love and Anger, one of the singles from The Sensual World. So it's just going to be me. So we're going to be talking about this song and also Kate Bush going more into instrumentals and all that fun stuff, because this is one of a series of instrumentals that she did for a TV movie. So we're going to be talking about that. Also, wanted to note that most of this episode was recorded in late 2021. So if there's a little bit of a difference in the mic, it's because right now I'm talking to you from the future and talking to you on one of the mics I used to use for podcasting. So if there's any kind of audio difference, that's why. It's because I'm recording, I recorded the episode on a different mic. But without further ado, let's get talking about the confrontation. So this week, we're continuing to talk about a b-side from the Central World era. And this week, we're talking about one of the b-sides from the Love and Anger 12-inch and CD single. And it's an instrumental. So this is one of the... uh, now that I'm kind of thinking of it, I'm kind of thinking to myself, there really aren't a lot of Kate Bush instrumentals. I mean, she did so she did music for Fruitopia in the 90s, and then there's going to be another instrumental we'll talk about next week. But I think, and I could be wrong, feel free to leave a comment or email or Twitter or anything like that. I think this might be the first time that a full instrumental track is a B-side for a Kate Bush single. I mean, she's had, actually, wait a minute, no, now, now I'm correcting myself, <laughs> now I'm correcting myself here. No, on the Sensual World CD single, there was the instrumental for the, A's, for the title track. This was something like no vocals of hers in there at all or anything. And this is The Confrontation. So The Confrontation was released... On certain formats of the "Love and Anger" single, the CD and a 12-inch single, and "Love and Anger" was the third single from this album. Also, I probably should have mentioned this before I started doing a little my little blurby thing here, but that's okay. Um, I did not get a fan for the confrontation, so it's just going to be me this week. Um, same for next week's when we do another instrumental, One Last Look Around the House Before We Go. I didn't get a fan for that one either, so it's just going to be me this week. So, as I said, um, the confrontation was released as a B-side for certain formats of the Love and Anger single, and that's pretty much the only place you could really get this in a physical form. This was not released on the first box set of Kate Bush's albums, This Woman's Work, that came out in 1990-91, and it also was not released on the Kate Bush remastered box set either, which I found find a little strange. Um, the best that I can probably come up with as an explanation is maybe there was something with trying to secure the rights for it or something like that. I know that sometimes music rights can get really, really tangled behind the scenes. And my understanding of it is a little bit vague at best um, because it, it has to deal with a lot of like, well, who owns the masters and who owns the copyright and all that, all that are complicated stuff. So that's the best thing I could come up with as to why this hasn't been re-released in some way and of course you can find it on youtube there are gonna i'm gonna link to in the show notes are some fan-made videos for the confrontation so uh, the confrontation like the instrumental that i'm gonna be talking about next week when let's look around the house before we go was written for a particular piece of media and that piece of media was the TV movie, the TV movie, uh, comic strip, the GLC, The Carnage Continues, which was talked about a lot in last week's episode about Ken because Ken also was written for this TV movie. Except that one has Kate Bush's lovely vocals over, it, and this one just has you get to hear more of like her production and and all that and working with an instrumental. So if you'll remember from when we talked about last week, so GLC, The Carnage Continues, was a TV movie released in 1990. And it features Robbie Coltrane playing Charles Bronson, playing Ken Livingstone and many other stars of British comedy like Don French and um, all that. And they—it's a huge send-up, basically, of 80s shoot 'em up movies. And having watched quite a, having watched a few of those for different movie projects over the years, I can see where they where they get a lot of the. Uh, like the the posturing and everything, and especially the way that they, they play with Ken Livingstone, as I talked about in the previous episode with Ken, that I can see they're going for like a Rambo, Sylvester Stallone sort of thing. Now, this one is called The Confrontation. Well, because it's pretty self-explanatory. This plays over the ending part of the TV movie, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes. Somebody has been very, very awesome, and put this all on YouTube so you can see it for yourself. And it's played over the ending credits when they're and when they have the big shootout and they're trying to kill Margaret Thatcher, basically. In there, it makes a lot more sense when you see it. It really is. It's it's so cool. And I'm gonna be honest with with this instrumental because it's not easy to find. Um, because in back when I was first starting to get into Kate Bush's music, I never really went searching for a lot of the singles. In fact, a lot of what I did was I did I did the albums, and then when I started to dig into more of her stuff, talking mid-2000s, I found the uh, box set for This Woman's Work that had the two rarity discs at the end, and this song was not on there. I had, had not heard this song until I started to pull together all of my notes for the uh, the B-side portion of the Central World era. And so I don't personally have a ton of connection to the song. I do like hearing all the production. Like it totally fits with the scene that Kate Bush wrote this for. You can tell that it's, it's definitely for, for a movie or at least something that's going to have visuals to it. Uh, Because it just has this like bombastic 80s sound. I mean, those drums. I mean, come on. I I love those drums, though. And I'm going to put in a little sample here so you can hear what I'm saying. If anything, I feel like this song, The Confrontation, reminds me a lot of Ken. Like, I can tell that Ken and The Confrontation were written around the same time. Like, it's got that kind of, like, big, brassy, bombastic feel to it, and it... Like I like I mentioned, it wor- It really works with the scene that she wrote this for. Like it's very bombastic and over the top, and of course the whole thing is a send up of eighty shoot 'em up action movies. So ah, it it really fits with the scene, and so yeah, I never really heard this song until I was going through and doing the stuff of the B sides, and then when I watched the Carnage Continues, which again I'm going to link in the show notes so you all can see it for yourself and everything. I realized at the end when when they were doing the big fight at the end that oh yeah I think this is supposed to be the competition because I knew that this song was coming up and sure enough yep that's what it was so the way she wrote this like you can you can hear what what she can do production wise it's got all the drums it's got the big brass stuff it's got it's it's totally over the top and it's really, really cool. It really is. And it's very of its time, too, uh, with the gated drums and the synthesizers and everything. No piano. Like, there is no piano or anything in there. In fact, let us see here. Here are the credits for this instrumental. Of course, our lovely Kate Bush wrote it. The engineer, of course, was a certain Dale Palmer. He also played the bass. Also on guitar was Ellen Murphy. Kate Bush was on the keyboards, Uh, Stuart Elliott and Charlie Morgan were on the drums. Those are usual drummers. And it says here, there actually are some vocals. I don't really hear anything unless it is like her, like kind of twisted up and everything, because there are definitely some sounds and stuff in there. And like, this is what I mean by that. Also, in the credits, it says that the song, The Confrontation, samples Running Up That Hill, which I'm going to be honest, after listening to this through several times, I don't really hear unless it's supposed to be the da 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 part. I'm not sure which part of Running Up That Hill is sampled in the song, but if you know what it is, feel free to let me know on the socials and we can add that in. In fact, it's worth noting that when you watch the TV movie, that you can hear in one of the bar scenes, you can hear running up that hill is playing. And they say sampled a little bit of that. And then it sounds like there was a, a sample earlier in the TV movie as well that is, um, that's Waking the Witch, where it's got the, the particular drums there. So those are the credits for The Confrontation. I mean, it's, it's bombastic, over the top. It is really, really cool, and it really fits well with what Kate Bush wrote this for. And I feel like this is this, along with next week's episode, one last look around the house before we go, is a little glimpse into something that Kate Bush hasn't done a lot of, which is writing music for um, for movies. I mean, we all know that Kate Bush loves her movies, of course. Um, But she hasn't done a whole lot of writing for other other movies or things like that. This is kind of I feel like like one of the first the first time that she's really doing that, which I think is really cool. And it shows that she was very highly respected and. And it's for them asking her to use her talents to write some music and even use some of her own songs within the TV movie, which I think is really cool. And her her way of using her her production skills, you, you, you really get to hear that on here, just all the different instruments all together. And I mean, by then, I mean, we're talking, this is 1989, 1990. So she's been producing her own music for like on her own since... You know the dreaming era like like in terms of being all on her own because she was doing a little bit of that in never forever but she wasn't completely doing it by then like the dreaming is really where it started where she was like by herself at the console and like knowing all the buttons and everything so i feel like on this one it's it's got a lot of different layers A lot of things going on, and you get to hear just how great of a producer Kate Bush is. All the different things, all different layers, and evoking atmosphere. Because that's something else that, I mean, she does that a lot in her music. And that's one of the things that I know I love about her music. And I'm sure that's something that a lot of you guys love about her music. Like her ability to just, to create a world within her songs. And that's especially important for movies. I mean, if you think of it, like... Some of the film music that I've heard, some of it doesn't really stand alone outside of the scene it's written for, Um, but most of the time if you hear it out, but I feel like if you hear it outside of the context of the movie, you can still get like, okay, you know, this is meant for an adventure movie. Like, I mean, think of Indiana Jones, You you hear that and you just immediately think, oh, yeah, we're going off on an adventure or if you hear Star Wars, like, oh, yeah, again, we're going off an adventure, except we're going to go off in space. And Snelly, like, how did how come I just I just I ju- also just realized I just used two examples <laughs> from the same composer. But yeah, that's very important. That's very important when you're doing music for, for film, that you're you're complimenting the scene, that you're you're setting the stage or the scene, I should say, <laughs> anyway, again, and the song does that really well it does that with the confrontation. And also for the song next, week, which is quite a bit shorter, which is going to be quite a bit shorter than this one. One last look around the house before we go. So also, I wanted to note that there was a really interesting fan mashup I noticed. Somebody took this song and mashed it up with a Tori Amos b-side called The Pool. And it's really interesting hearing the two of them together. So The Pool is a b-side from Tori's Little earthquakes era, which was early 90s. So a little, and that comes a little after, a couple of years after. The Central World is released, comes out in 92 there, and this one was 1989, 1990. But it's really interesting to hear the two of them, like, juxtaposed and everything. And just hearing somebody, like, do something with this song, because they're honestly, like, there are no other remixes, no other versions of the song, certainly no demos that we know of. And I have yet to even find a quote from Kate Bush even talking about this song. And I'm I'm going to guess that it's just be- it's because it was something she wrote for a movie. She wrote it for the movie. And maybe you couldn't, it could have been something like Walk Straight Down the Middle, where it was an old thing that she had already been working on. And then she just finished it up within 24 hours. And boom, you know, Bob's your uncle. That kind of thing. Could have been something she just did quickly for, for that. Who knows? Um, she hasn't talked about the song. I haven't found any other quotes about the song except for how it relates to oh yes it was a b-side for love and anger and was also used in a tv movie so since we don't really have any other thing and since we don't have quotes from kate or other people also talking about this song or their fans doing stuff with this song this is a clip of a mashup this is a mashup i found on youtube of the pool with the confrontation it sounds really cool together check it out It up for this week's episode of Strange Phenomena, the music of Kate Bush. So next week we're gonna be talking about another B-side from the Central World era that's gonna be the next one on the CD or the vinyl single. And next week we're talking about a song called One Last Look Around the House Before We Go. So that's another instrumental that was also used for the same piece of media that this week's song was, GLC The Carnage Continues. Um, but before we do that, if you're enjoying what I'm doing with this huge project that I can't believe I'm actually almost all the way through, and I'm, I mean, seriously, like I've just got a couple more albums to go. Holy crap. Um, if you really enjoy what I'm doing with this show, you can find me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Kate Bush Podcast. You can support the show, for, show over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Kate Bush Podcast. And also, there's a hotline, so you can call 757. 757- 349-6369. That's 757-349-6369. And you can leave a message and it can be will be played on a future episode. Also, I'm looking ahead to the Red Shoe season. So if there is a song in particular that you would like to talk about, feel free to contact me at any of those links. You can contact me on Facebook. You can contact me on Twitter. Oh, how did I forget? I almost forgot. I also have an email address. So KateBushPodcast at gmail.com. That's the new address. It's no longer kbcast at linkmedia.com. I don't have access to that anymore. KateBushPodcast at gmail.com. You can contact me at any of those And we'll see what we can do about getting you on the show. I am planning ahead for The Red Shoes. So if there's a song in particular, if you're wondering if it's already taken. At this point, I'm trying to do only two people total per episode for per song. But if there is something that but if I do have a song that has a lot of people already on it, but you want to just add in a quick blurb. You can call the hotline and I can put that into the episode. So lots of different ways that you guys can contact me and be a part of the show. I love hearing from you guys. Love getting mail and having people and doing Transatlantic calls and talking to people. Yay. Talking about Kate Bush. So that's how you can contact me. And of course, if you're also enjoying the show, please feel free to leave a five-star review on iTunes so people can help find the show. That would be absolutely awesome and amazing. Wow, wow, wow. Unbelievable. Thank you all so much for being here. And I will see everybody next week for another song. See everybody then.